What do you mean? Nick has something planned as always. No, I just no, it just it dude, it just popped into my head. I had a rebuttal yeah? I wanted to say to last week that it, now I can't remember, so fuck it. Like it was basically what you guys opened with when you said no love for my mom or something like that. And I remember I was actually in the car and I shouted out my response, but I'm too tired to remember what I fucking said. It was funny, I yeah. swear. Known, known I, mother hater, Nick Tucker. I think I just alpha Nick out of doing a cold opening, and I feel very proud of myself. I just 7 nothing you. Like, that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to sing the song now? Yes. One hog, two hog, three hog, four hog, six hog, seven hog, seven hog, seven hog, seven hog. I'll save it for later because you guys can't fuck with me. I'm so deep in despair. You can't make me. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If I can't fuck with you on a seven zero win, then like there's no fucking with you. You're in unfuckable, unfuckwithable, fuckwithable. Yeah. It's going to be pretty fucked up sooner or later. We're going to have more degrees on this podcast than listeners. That'll suck. Um, all right. <laughs> so true, though. Now, that's, right. that's a podcast title. <laughs> The NAFTA Podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Episode 44 of NAFTA Podcast. We're back, uh, full squad. We're, we're full strength. We have no healthy scratches uh, going into episode 44. Michael, Dylan, Nick, myself, we're here to talk about a week of football, weekend of football, that kind of was pretty fucked up. Fucking crazy, nutty. Um, we have some people that are, are, are pretty sad. We have some people that are probably pretty ecstatic and pretty happy. Uh, and then we got, you know, people that are just, just hanging on for dear life for a title hope that they think they have. That's me, myself. Uh, Nick, I guess I should start with you. How you feel? How you doing? You know... I've definitely felt better, but I just came to the realization that at least when I get my ass beat, I'm a man and I show up and face the music. Okay, so I'm glad you brought this up because we had no op- fact. We had no, no, no. We had no opening segment ready to go, and I, I was planning on at least shouting you out that I do feel like twice City has lost. I've not been able to go on the pod. And there's been one time I know for sure that Liverpool lost and I had to get Michael's thoughts. So, hats off to you, Nick. You're a man. Man of your word. You show up. You, you, you get your beating and then you're going to move on. I've taken my 6-3 beating. I'm going to take my 7-0 beating. I took, some, I took my 4-0 beating in public, with, it beat in public with you. Yeah. And I had to go to work. Couldn't even have a beer. <laughs> That's true. That was the worst. I don't want to make Dylan. this about me. But um, I'm going to. <laughs> Please do so. The Wolves lose like every week, and I'm here all the time. So like, yeah. do I, wh- where's my participation trophy? <laughs> no one I'm cares about say, the, the Wolves. There's, yeah. Well, there's there's just an expectation that you will lose more than probably our three teams. Uh, Lex and I were watching this game. It's 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 four nil. It's five nil. It's six nil. It's seven nil. And uh, I did say though, I was like, look. You know, we're going to celebrate this. This is great right now. We feel happy. I said it's kind of a lose. It's kind of a win-lose, though, because, A, I love that Man United was bad for so long. We beat the shit out of them. Like, whatever. They, they weren't a title threat, yada, yada. But it's actually really good for the podcast that it looks like maybe next year Liverpool might be back. If I don't get relegated to uh, the second league, League Two, I'll be here. And I was like, Nick, Man United's going to be a threat. And then Alexis did look at me, and she goes, what about Dylan? And I, I kind of just said, you know, Dylan's funny. We're, that's why we keep him around. It's good. Someone has to keep a pulse so. of the mid-table. <laughs> yeah. Someone <laughs> has to bring us back down to earth. Um, or, or, meet, or meet us. Meet us when we come down to earth. 
Exactly. <laughs> that means but we're having a hell actually, of a year. <laughs> Dylan's our, our therapist. So, like, when we have a bad day, he kind of looks at us and he's like, what the fuck are you guys bitching about? Like, are you serious? Um, I guess if, you, if you've been living under a rock, uh, you missed a couple of really big results. We're going to fly through um, a good amount of them and then break down three. Speaking of Wolves, Dylan, you're part of the breakdown. Let's so. go. I, I liked seeing that. Uh, but it was a wild week of soccer, wild week of football. Let me jump in and go through the fly-throughs. City 2, Newcastle, nil. You had a goal by Phil Foden in the 15th minute and then Bernardo Silva in the 67th. A decently big win for City. Villa Palace, uh, Anderson with an own goal in the 27th minute is the lone one for this game. Villa get three points on a Palace team who have not won since December 31st and have zero shots on goal in the last two games. Brighton and Hove Albion, four. West Ham, nil. An absolute battering. Uh, McAllister in the 18th. Uh, Veltman in the 51st. Matoma in the 69th. Nice. And then Welbeck in the 89th. A four-goal win. Brighton have lost one game in the new year. It was a 1-0 loss to Fulham. Um, and we're going to have a question about West Ham when we get into it. Chelsea won, leads nil. Every Chelsea fan listening to this is questioning why this is not in the bigger breakdown. Um, they're still trash. Uh, a Fofana goal in the 53rd minute. Uh, Chelsea have spent $24 million per point this season. That is something we want to talk about. Southampton won, Leicester nil. Uh, an Alcaraz goal in the 35th. These are just two very bad teams. 2-2, Forrest and Everton. Brennan Johnson is the big scorer for Forrest, but it started with Damari Gray in the 10th minute, Brennan in the 19th, Takare in the 29th, and then Brennan ties it up in the 77th. Um, and then we have today's game, Brentford, Fulham, Ethan Pinnock in the 6th, uh, Solomon gets one back in the 39th, Ivan Tony on a pen in the 53rd, and then Matthias Jensen in the 85th put the game away, but there was a Vinicius goal deep into stoppage time 3-2 those are the games we're going to fly through um let me get city out of the way first it wasn't pretty it honestly should have been 2-2 um newcastle is going to struggle to finish they have all season that's why they tie so many games um city's still kind of shaky but it was a big win for us big win for city we keep the title hope alive and I would love your guys' opinion, but for me right now, like we have to win out. I truly feel this way, um, especially because of the form that Arsenal's on. I would love to feel shaky and win two nothing. <laughs> yeah, champagne problems. I've always said this. Listen, yeah. I don't. Th- I don't think you have to win out because I think the sheer fact that, and God, we play them this week, so maybe I should not say this. The fact that they had to pull off the win in the manner in which they did against Bournemouth. I think there are some tougher potential games, some slip-ups ahead, um, and they play you guys again. I, I don't think they're going to win except for when they play you and then win the title by two points. Like I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I do have the one thing I want to say. I thought about this when I was on my long run today. Michael, the I'm year more, that – you go to a sh- on a short run too? Yeah, short run. You know, long. I, I'm. I got the marathon coming up here in New York uh, in August. I hope you guys all come out. Uh, Michael, the year that you guys started winning and started being like formidable under Klopp, the next year when we won the title and you guys were in second. That's how I feel right now. Where it's like, if you line up City and Liverpool back then, Liverpool were gonna win. They just were. It didn't matter. Liverpool were gonna beat City, but City was gonna end up winning the title essentially because of results outside of that. That's how I feel with Arsenal right now. If you put us and Arsenal on the same field, I feel super confident. I think we can beat Arsenal. I think we'll be up for that game, whatever. But I just kind of feel like, and we're going to get into it, you know, games like this Bournemouth one are reasons why teams win the title. <laughs> like, it just is. So Yeah, for sure. But, I, I mean, they also play us at Anfield. Um, I think they have, like, a relatively – like they play some some upper mid table teams. I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they end the still. year at Wolf, so you know that could just win you the title right there. Listen, Hell okay, yeah. and I'm 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 just saying that's t- 
forget the table. Forget what the table looks like right now because how are you going to look by the end of the year? None of us know. But right now, you guys mm-hmm. look pretty good. Like, Wolves look pretty good. Yeah. So, I, I don't think that's like a... I don't think it's like a joke. I think, like, you guys could beat any team. You guys could draw any team. You guys could also lose them. I think that's just so. a Premier League thing at this point. Yeah. Like, that's why, yeah. Why, why this league's the best. Um, that's all I want to say about City. We got the Villa Palace one. I, I mentioned it in the opening... Palace have not won since December 31st. They've had zero shots on goal the last two games. They're still in 12th, uh, which is insane. But there's makes not no much sense. to say here. Yeah, makes makes absolutely no sense. But it does show, and, and Dylan will be able to allude to this, that race at the bottom's a race. I just wanted, for this game, I wanted to call out when we were talking about the relegation battle, and I brought up Crystal Palace, and you guys kind of scoffed at me. You're like, no, no, they're good. I don't think they're good because we're right next to them and we're being talked about and being in the race all the time. Like, there's a good chance the line catches up to them, especially if Bournemouth and Southampton keep deciding to give people games. Has anyone actually done the math on, like, new uh, Crystal Palace's, like, results? Are, are we not sure that the Premier League is just giving them, like, a point every two games <laughs> to keep them in 12th? Like, have we actually crunched the numbers? Because I feel like they haven't played well all year. I'm shocked yeah. they have 27 points. And when they do play well, they end up getting Against a red us. card in said game to then make them lose. Yeah. A thousand I mean, percent. Two, thousand two points percent. against us, too, by the way. It's <laughs> pretty fucked we're, up. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not. Uh, we didn't know that Juventus's points that they had to give away are all going to Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just on the side. Hey, do you think that they're, they're building a ceiling? Like, no matter how well, like, to Michael's point, no matter how well Wolves play, they'll just be perpetually in 13th behind Crystal Palace no matter what happens the rest of the year? Yes. No, they're going to be ahead. <laughs> Crystal Palace is not going to be in 12th for, like, two more weeks. Nah. We're going to finish in 11th. Yeah. Probably. Which is insane. Like, <clears throat> Dylan, <clears throat> honestly, before we get to you. Probably 12th. Later. Yeah. But, no, no, but, but before we get to you. You have an outside shot of sniffing the top ten four weeks ago. That wasn't a thought. Europa, Europa baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brighton had the four 0 win. Like I said, they have not. They've only lost one game in this new year, and it was the one nil loss to Fulham. Uh, they look great. They look really, really good. Uh, shout out to Caroline for picking this team on the upswing. Um, the one other question I had was I think there's a real possibility that we can be in a world where West Ham get relegated and win the Conference League. Didn't Isn't that what, uh, well, well then next year it would be like, isn't it, was it Wigan that won the FA Cup yep. and was in Europa but got relegated? Was that, yep. that wasn't Martinez, was it, when he was there? I think, I think it was. I think it was, yeah. Same situation. Like, we're literally going to sit here, West Ham's going to be playing Europa League, from the championship, which is a death death sentence, essentially. I dude, that's so many games. First of all, and second of all, um, when I'm looking at the bottom <laughs> yeah, six teams, okay, Leicester down to Bournemouth, and if there's one team that I'm confident that will not get relegated, for, and I don't, I cannot give you a reason, it is West Ham. I just, I don't think there's any chance they get relegated. I don't know why. I just we, don't. We've said that all year, though. And they... they I know. Like, like here's the I difference. have not wavered. We've said it all year, and they haven't done anything, though, where it's like they have too much talent, and then they sit there and just keep laying an egg. At least with Leicester, like, just on the Leicester side, Leicester at least has a trend. Leicester loses five to six games, then, like, wins five or six games, then loses another five or six, which we're currently on, and then comes back. Like, West Ham hasn't shown life, like, at all. Yeah. I do know that, like, last pod, though, Michael and I sat there, and one of the assessments we made was, if you look at the West Ham roster, that's not a roster you think would get relegated. Like, it just it just shouldn't be. It should not be. 100%. I agree with you. Michael, I agree with you. If you look at it, you're like, I feel confident in that. But we were sitting here in our preview. We thought they'd be a top 10 team. They're just not. Yeah, they're not good. Which brings me to the last point. How much time has he got? What what has to happen? He if he loses the next game, it's it's done. No, dude, they were gonna fire him a game ago. 
They're gonna fire him if he lost to Nottingham Forest. They're gonna fire him, and Evil Nate's gonna, gonna limp take his, over. He's gonna limp his way along like a rabid dog. Who do they play next? AEK. Oh my God, AEK is so good. All right, so they gotta win. They gotta win that one. They gotta beat this Greek team. But in the league, they got Villa, and then they got Southampton, and that Southampton's kind of a death notice. Like if you don't win that game, you gotta be gone. I think they draw right? Villa. Yeah, I think they draw Villa and beat Southampton, and he's fine again. But listen, again, I will say, like, Leicester is just ahead of them. And I actually, at, at one point, was like, eh, Leicester's figuring it out. Yeah. And they're now they're in 15th again. Yep. So I guess I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. All I know is Everton's getting well, relegated. Their April's not it's, nice, especially if they win in the Europa League, because they'll have another fixture there. Newcastle, Fulham, Arsenal, Bournemouth, Liverpool. There's not many points coming out of April for them. So, I don't know, man. Beat Bournemouth. Can I take a quick step backwards for a minute here? Uh, you were talking about the bottom half of the table. Let's just talk about I'm gonna I'm you know what? I'm coming out firing, and I'm just going to get ahead of this thing here. We're talking about, oh, Liverpool's going to make top four. Let's just take a quick look a little bit below them with some of the games we just talked about with Brighton and Fulham, and we will be stepping into the Brentford game for a minute. Brighton catches up in games. They're ahead of Liverpool. Like, this is no this is no given thing. So, enjoy your 7 nothing. I'm taking the first shot of the pod. Whoa, whoa, I don't give whoa. a shit. I, I don't I'm, give a shit that it's out of whoa, order. I, and I know, I, I know we're going to have to stew on this you for like, like 10 Gary. minutes. I'm just taking, you know what? I'm just taking, I'm just gonna take a cheap shot while I can. I'm gonna bring everyone back together. I'm gonna bring everyone together. Know what? Because Brighton's got Brighton's got fifth spot in line right there. Listen, I'm coming back to Brighton right now. Said differently. (laughs) Everyone's catching Spurs. That's that's basically what we're coming to. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, are you looking at this schedule? <laughs> oh no, I was just trying to throw random. I'm I'm throwing random strays to get him out while get him ahead while I can because I know I'm gonna have a moment. I'm going to have a manic depressive moment. They do have you guys at the Amex, so that's a win. I'm manic depressive right now. Just, you know, let me have this moment, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Nick was like, Caroline, listen to the pot. I'm going to stand up for your honor on Brighton here. <laughs> listen, you, you know, who are you kidding? She's already <laughs> you didn't say anything right bad. I, did you we tell her? Hold on. Did you tell her what I said? Because if not, I'm going to say it right here. Caroline, congratulations on your great pick. You picked a great I, team. I don't know I if did. Nick said that out of blind rage <laughs> against me. But. I screenshot and sent it to her, and she said, uh, does that mean that I'm cool too? Yeah. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Of course. No, yeah, of course. 100%. Transitive property. She loved it. Transitive she, property. She loved the, she loved the screenshot. She loved she loved the compliment. Yeah. Transitive oh, yeah. property of club. Michael's a socialist. I'm okay even with no job. Dylan's hilarious. Transitive property. What what what, what am I? You're a loser. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. I could have said that any better myself. <laughs> I knew I knew uh, that's what I knew exactly that's what was coming out. So. You're a loser. <laughs> God damn. Uh, speaking of losers though, <laughs> Chelsea, twenty-four million dollars per point. If you add up the transfer fees and what they pay in salary, twenty-four million dollars per point. Um, and the only reason Leeds are safe right now is somehow their goal differential is better than Everton's, which I would have if you asked me who's Goal differentials better, Leeds or Everton? Gun to head. I think I'd have picked Everton. I don't know, man. Jesse Marsh knows defense. Yeah. He's also filing for unemployment just like me. Um, but $24 million per point is tough. That's that's game in, they have what, the game what is, in hand, too. What does Joe Felix cost per per point? I think I think he is – what do we have per game? It was like five mil per game. I do no, believe goal – if we do – it was like two. It was a it was oh. a million a game. Can, can, it was a million a game. You're right. You're did, right. did I send? I think I only sent it to Nick. Post red card, a million a game. This guy. Um, <laughs> I think because he knows where I'm going with this. Do you want another just fun um, United and Chelsea stat that I saw on the internet? Yeah. Um, Look at Nick. Do you know that Why am I here? United conceded <laughs> as many goals as Chelsea has scored since November 23rd? <laughs> <laughs> in oh, one game. <laughs> hey, do you also know that Mo Salah has more yellow cards than uh, <laughs> taking his shirt off for goals against United than we've scored at Anfield since 2018? Also Good. true. Good. <laughs> Congratulations. You went to college. 
Love it. Um, so this is already – this pod's off to a ripping start. Some good news, though, on the American front. Uh, Pulisic's back. Right? Saving grace. Yeah. Um, they need to get him out of there ASAP. <laughs> He'll be on Real Madrid so- next year. No. Yeah, I love please, that rumor. Please. Southampton, Leicester, what's to say? Nothing. Who cares about this game? Outside of Barb. Barb. I'm sorry. No one cares about this. This, this was like Dude, old we, school. We just want James Ward-Prowse to break the record. Yeah. Dylan? Nope. I'm done. No, say it. <laughs> say it. Seven zero. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no commentary. I Nick took it away from me. Listen, I will say, it, it, just because no one cares about this game, because Southampton won. If Lester would have won, yeah. we would have said like, "Great job, Lester." Blah 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 blah. But like, I actually, I can't wait for Southampton to not be in this league. I lied. Yeah. I have something to say. Southampton winning, although not good for my own fandom makes the relegation fight even more fun because now like legitimately everyone's involved where i kept in my mind i was like southampton's already gone which they still might be but you never know i think that's super true i think that the southampton win and especially if if bournemouth would have gotten a tie too i think it would have really threw some shit into the whole mixer um but southampton and bournemouth are bottom uh 20 and 19 on 21 points everton in 18th on 22 Let's go to Everton. They tied Nottingham Forest, which actually at Forest, kind of a decent result. Um, The only real notes I had on this is I know Forest has been just hanging around weirdly mid. They stink. All of their players stink. And sorry, Hank, I don't know if you still listen anymore. Everton stinks. Like, big stinks. Uh, but Brennan I, Johnson's got seven goals, and Morgan's give, Morgan gives white. I'm gonna keep bringing this up till Dylan takes him back. Five assists this year, not bad. Really good. Uh, I have two. Th- he stinks. No, he doesn't. Get out of here. I have two things. One, picked up yep. Brandon Johnson this week in fantasy. Love that. I saw that. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, two. A question. If Everton on 22 and 18, 18th, Southampton and Bournemouth below them on 21. If in the next three or four weeks, Everton touch twentieth, if they if at some point they are bottom of the league, is that it for them? Are they done? No, no. because because you could be twentieth and still win a game and all of a sudden be in fourteenth. Yeah. Right, but but I think I think uh, these like Bournemouth and Southampton getting ahead of them in these like with eight games to go, basically like in, in four weeks, essentially eight games to go. Everton being dead last, I think they're done. I think that's demoralizing. To be 7, 16, 17, 18, and kind of think we're right behind, we're right there, we're right there, but then to be last, to literally be dead last, I think it's I think I'm figuratively, I think I'm figuratively going to link arms with Nick here because I feel like he's going to have my back on this. I think any other manager touches 20th, it's demoralizing. I think it just revs Sean Deitch up more. I don't. I think I, they, listen, I think he, they need. I think they need to hit twentieth for him he, to actually get in this. Are we form. forgetting he got relegated last year? Like, essentially not. No, releg- he didn't. No, he Dude, didn't. He got. He literally he got, got fired. I know, but they were like in relegation when he got fired. But he's never been relegated. But then they got relegated. <laughs> yeah, but Michael, this is corporate America. He did it perfectly. He left the job before it went to shit. He's That's Robert. How no, you do you it. know he's. He's. I'm gonna make a huge history reference here. He no, is Robert I'm out. McNamara in the Vietnam yep. War. Okay. He left. He got out. Secretary yep. you know, Department. But technically, he's not why we, we lost, but he kind of is. Pentagon Papers, you know, can't get all I'm the gonna, credit. I'm going to make a, a, a topical reference here. I think Sean Deitch is Sam Bankman Freed. I think he's a scammer, and I think he's finally going to get his just dessert when he <laughs> goes to fucking jail. <laughs> I've I've also never seen someone I mean I guess Michael didn't like Daichi last year but I feel like you're really hitting this 180 on him cuz he put on that blue side of mercy. Uh you're really Oh, I don't give a fuck about that. I'm I I don't care about Everton. I feel like Daichi he fits Michael's attitude and personality like perfectly like the Are you hard-working crazy? blue-collar type guy. 
you know, and Michael here sitting here on his ivory perch, you know, sitting up there, you know, with point his, the opposite, exactly the opposite, with his suit, and, <laughs> with, with his suit and tie on. Michael's all, you know, I thought he fits your personality pretty well. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. LeBron James, real working class hero. Oh my God! Don't even get me started. You want? The, yeah. Do you want this to go two hours? This is not the right podcast. I'll fucking uh, you. When, oh, I'm, I'm just taking shots at everything right now. MJ's better. Uh, Brentford three, Fulham two. Uh, like I said, Pinnock had the goals. I, I went through them already. Um, Do you know Solomon scored like five games in a row? That's us. I was actually thank you for bringing that up because. It's crazy when you do these. We actually don't spend that much time talking about Fulham, but you see names that pop up constantly, and I'm like, oh, man, this person has definitely been putting them in the back of the net, and we just are not even going to get to talk about it. I think that is one, Dylan. That was a great call out. I watched this game. If a team – no team can be this stupid. There's no way that Ivan Tony should be playing football at Brentford next year. There's no way. How is he playing – Today, well, no, I don't mean like that. That wasn't my point. <laughs> no, I know, no, no, that was my question. I was going to ask that question: is how is he even playing today? Uh, because because the Premier League is more progressive than Major League Baseball, apparently. Uh, but he's good. He's so good. I think he's he's such a good player, and he'd be worth it. Nick, I think actually you should be sitting there being like, "What do we got to do to get Ivan Tony in Manchester?" Dylan, I do want to talk to you because you seem to be the most on point here. Ivan Tony's really good. I think he should. I think he should get a move. I think that you know Brentford's a great club, but he's he's pretty damn good. And I think Brentford's. I think Brentford out of those three, Brentford, Fulham, and Brighton, is the best. I think Brighton when they're cooking, they're really cooking. I get that, but like I think Brentford's the most consistent. I think that's a wrong take. <laughs> All right, what's yours? I think Bright, yours. I think Brighton's the best out of all three. I think yeah. I think Brentford, it, Brentford and Fulham are both very good at home, where Brighton I think is good home in a way, which is why I expected the Brighton or the Brentford result today. I, I would I'd like everyone's take on this real quick. Is are any are any three of these teams in a similar situation with West Ham where it's like last year they were so tough and so consistent and played so well. And then this year they're just so bad that are are any of these teams, if they touch Europe, are they going to fall into that trap? Yes. Yes. None of them have the depth. (laughs) Yeah. Is that, that's just the equalizer, right? I think if you look at Go ahead, Nick. Sorry. I was just going to say, if they, if they're out of Europe, if any of them, like it almost would be best interest to finish eighth for sustainability. Mm -hmm. Because all these teams have a very good model of sustainability, like Brentford, obviously with their analytics and and all their stuff, and um, and they have all their small money moves and smart money uses. But obviously, you get into Europe, you need depth, and you're gonna panic buy is not the way to do it. But they're just gonna you're gonna have to buy depth somewhere. So they might them or any of these teams might go out of what the model they've done. So obviously, you want to make Europe super exciting, but it could, I could, I would agree that it would fall in that category of West Ham a couple in the last couple of years. Yeah, Michael. I will. I will actually retract what I just said. Um, hearing what Nick said because I actually think the one team that would be able to do it is Brighton because they that's literally what they do is they find guys for two million dollars like Matoma, who ends yeah. up being incredibly good, incredibly uh, uh, productive player for like nothing. And at the same time, too, their one loss that you were mentioning in the new year against Fulham, the one, the one nil, they literally should have won that game. Like they beat yeah. the shit out of Fulham. Fulham got to go in the last, like the last minute, and they lost. I mean, yeah, like with Brighton's XG from what we talk about all the time, like if they ever evolve from Charmander to Charizard, like they're gonna be extremely <laughs> scary. But everyone else, I don't think has it. Like even Fulham today, too. Um, I think because of yellow cards, what, P- Polina was out, which, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, um, which was, I think, their demise. Like, it's the equivalent of having an injury. Like, anyone who has injuries with their depth is screwed. But you know what? Yeah. Shotcon's sick, so maybe if they do make it, he's going to spend 
all the monies in the world and they'll be fine. This is a yeah. question for Michael. I think if this is tethered to him. If Brighton makes Europe, do they sell Casado? Or do they sell Casado, cash in, and buy more players to get more depth? Well, he just signed a new long-term deal. So no, I, I would I would bet that if they if they got to Europe, they would probably ask him do you like will you stay and play? And if he says even like uh eh, let me think about it, I think they would dish him for money and they would go find like four guys that equal a Casado and a half basically for like mm. like a quarter of the money. That's what yeah. I think too, yeah. They're the best with money. I do think too, uh, real quick, getting into the conference league is not enough money f- to make it appealing. Like if if you're talking, if one of these teams somehow is knocking on the door of Champions League, that's when it's like this money is way too good for us not to want to get in this and try to figure it out and try to get some depth, whatever. I think the Conference League and even Europa League for these Premier League teams is like, I mean, it's a nice bonus, but it's not going to actually move the books for them and and have it be a huge, huge, huge impact on that roster. The big games, the three big ones. Dylan, welcome to the main stage. I'm excited to have you here. Wolves won. Spurs nil. Uh, Adama Traore, welcome back. Welcome to welcome to the club. Welcome to the show. 82nd minute goal. Um, the lone goal. Three points for Wolves. A team that I do feel like many times already this season, Dylan, you were like, we're screwed. We're down and out. You are in sniffing distance of top 10 and certainly – or. Right now in 13th. How you feel? Five wins under Lopetegui. Um, I think I went on this rant, what, two weeks ago? We now are at... Hold on, let me check, because I think the clock reset. Three days since a attacking forward has scored a goal in league. So that's better than over 300. Um, mm-hmm. We're not even playing our best football. And look at us. Look at us go. Who would have thought? No, not, I'm, not me. I'm literally, I'm, I'm the Paul Rudd meme right now. Look at us. Who, who would have thought? <laughs> I love, I love Paul Rudd. I um heard that, mo- heard that movie's terrible though. So, it wasn't from a movie. Uh, it's, it's from a show, Hot Wings. Yeah, no, I know. He just came out with Ant Man, and I heard it's terrible. Oh, also, also called Hot Ones, but yeah. Shout to Sean Evans. No free ads. Uh, Dylan, keep going though. Um, did anyone actually watch this game, or was this a Dylan special? I w- Dylan special. I watched it. Oh, a Tucker special. Mo- mostly, mostly because I was with my best friend, who's a Spurs fan, Michael's favorite person, <laughs> and uh, I bet money in front of him, Spurs uh, Wolves to win plus five hundred, and he's looked over at me from the table. I'll fucking murder you, and I just point the phone to him and hit place bet. <laughs> there you go. Did you ask him how it tastes? I did. <laughs> yeah, don't fa- don't fa- don't don't FaceTime us at the bar. <laughs> um, the- ultimately, like that was a typical Tottenham can't finish, and they left mm-hmm. us in the game. Granted, they may have hit three posts in the first half, which also very much kept us in the game. But there was a point, the first twenty minutes, they could have put us away. And you know when you just have that feeling that you're growing into the game and you're about to take over? Because that's exactly what happened. Especially with Adama coming in at halftime. Um, for once, he was actually a game changer. We started to see, like, two years ago, Adama crossing the ball to Raul. And, like, Raul actually looked like he wanted to play. Um, I think I think there's a lot of positives. And also, like, the fact that it was a little jump kick for the goal. Just, I don't know. It made me feel warm inside, so that was nice. Um, yeah, it was cute. Yeah, but in terms of actual, like, uh, I'll not to go just on a, a rambling how I normally do about the Wolves, because you know what? It was nice, is that Lopetegui actually makes changes at halftime. So I think I said it a couple times before. It's about building momentum, getting more people that he wants in the summer, but we actually have a coach who knows what he's doing and wants to actually build something, which is good. I'm going to come out and say it. We're the Newcastle of this year, so watch out for us next year. And Michael, you're welcome. I I, I wanted to ask. My only question was, um, if you liked him as a manager, 
Yes. Like I, you know, so he, you can tell what he's doing. Like there's at least buy-in at this point. I think we're gonna lose Nevis in the summer, which is gonna be very unfortunate. Um, but ultimately, like what he's asking the players to do makes sense. And shockingly, it's not the typical Wolves football you're watching. Like it's still one nothing, but it's like kind of exciting one nothing. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. It's a step in the right direction. Got to, you know, crawl before you run. My my one last question, too, and then we can move on to uh, a couple of the other games. I don't know if you noticed, but something did happen in a different league that I know that you pay attention to the same weekend that Wolves did win. Are you a little bit worried that the success of the Philadelphia Union is also tied to Wolves? And because they lost to Inter-Miami... You got three points for Wolves, and you're going to have to do this balancing act now. No, because we have players on loan at Inter-Miami, so it's actually good for the development for the Wolves. Wow. Okay. Look at that spinning wow. yeah. game there. Jeez. Also, if you've been keeping track on the Union the past three years while we've been good, we come out the gate slow, especially when we're in Champions League, which we have a game mm-hmm. this, this weekend. So they normally focus on that. They normally focus on Champions League. Like we started off one in four, and then still won the the um, supporter shield that year. So gotcha. they'll be fine. All right. Also, we have new sick jerseys. They actually, are. Actually, they're beautiful. They almost Bimbo's gone. It almost got me to, to actually watch MLS that jersey. Yeah. MLS has got some real good jerseys just across the board. I feel like this year, which yeah, shout out Adidas. The, well, last year they were bad. Yeah, it's the first, very. Was the first year they didn't make everybody the same stock shirt that you had to wear exactly. the same thing. Last year was like creative. Terrible. Yeah. Um. All right, let's get into now the two games with the most meat on the bone: Arsenal three, Bournemouth two. Uh, Bournemouth literally scored. Philip Billing scored. I think it was like twenty three seconds into the game uh, to go up one nil. They get a second goal uh, uh, by Marco Sanessi. Uh, in the 57th, Partey gets one back five minutes later. Ben White, which I think this had to have been his first goal of his entire life, uh, 70th minute. Reese Nelson on the assist, which is key for later because seven minutes into injury time, Reese Nelson put away an absolute screamer um, to give Arsenal all three points. I'll be the first one to say it. You're going to hear us say this a lot because this is what happens when teams win a title. This is the type of game that title-winning teams win. They're down by two. They're down by one. They come back. They win. Each one of us has done it. City did it. Liverpool did it. Nick, you're old as hell. You remember when Man United did it. Dylan, one day it will be you. But this is a title-winning game for Arsenal. Yeah. So nice of you. Very nice. Thanks for including me. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta say, what I was the bar I was at that I've told you guys have been before. It's an Arsenal bar, so I literally walked in at right at nine fifty nine, was looking around for seats, and then I just hear just the collective groan. I go, "Huh?" And I, I even, I even looked at the TV yet. I'm still trying to find a seat. And I look up. I was like, "Oh shit!" But you're like, "Ah, whatever." And they score again, and all of a sudden, like, the place is just like, "Oh my god!" and the little little ice on the cake here, just a little side story is I had the parlay, all the ten o'clock games, and the one I was worried about was Chelsea leads nil nil. Well, Arsenal goes down two nothing, and I go fuck it, I'm gonna cash out and get my money back. Um, they come back to win, and my ten dollars would that would have won two hundred eighty dollars. Obviously, only turned into five dollars. That turned into three thirty dollars. I got so upset. I turned, slapped my Guinness by accident, all over my pants. Bad day, sad day. So I lost 200 I did not win $200, and I spilled my beer all over my pants. And spoiler alert, it gets worse for Nick later. And it wasn't even, um, I can't even call me Miles Davis. Also, yeah. Nick didn't listen to anything I said on the pot, or I gave you on the pot, because I went three and one. Yeah. Just saying. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Michael, any thoughts on, on Arsenal? Listen, I I said it in the group chat. I was watching the end of this game, the last like ten minutes. It felt it felt like it suspiciously went on too long. Goal kick at the ninety sixth minute. 
Goal kick at, I I saw the Arteta thing. This I don't think you know. I think he's asking for like what is it seven minutes? Okay, they gave it. They put up six goal kick at the ninety sixth minute, and I understand it's a minimum. I get that, but it seemed they had like three chances post ninety sixth minute. They're into the ninety seventh minute. Get the corner. Obviously, it doesn't. They don't get it out far enough. Scores the goal. It just it felt so suspiciously. Like it just went on too long. Like the ref was like, "Ah, eh, fuck it. Like let him, let him get like six more shots at goal." That being said, yeah, I like Reese Nelson. I I will say this before I let Nick go. Um, I I went deep into TikTok this weekend after your game, and then obviously you get some Arsenal fodder too. The Arsenal fans are raring to go for people to question this whole thing. Because they're sitting there, it's like, well, it was the Bournemouth guy that faked an injury for a minute and a half in stoppage time. They have three different scenarios in this game where they should have gotten a penalty or some shit. I I saw that video. Dude, I literally saw the video where he's like, or when we had two penalty, like, clear and obvious penalties against this team. We had two clear and obvious penalties. I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's literally, this cannot be the case. If you're sitting there saying you had, like, two penalties they, they didn't give you per fucking game. Like, you are the biggest whiner for being yeah. in first place, by the way. Yeah, win with grace. City and Liverpool did. Nick, what are your thoughts? I was saying, is this the Premier League's way of letting them back, getting their points back? Was it the, the Everton or uh, was it the Brentford game when they were complaining? Uh, Brentford, when they were, right? Ar- no. Well, it was when Arteta was complaining Brentford. like crazy, um, that and the handballs, like, Maybe that's just their way of getting him back. You know, it's, dude, they it's already just... they already got him back. They literally <laughs> again, like the referees literally said against us that they shouldn't have had two goals. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, um, I will say ask this though. Like I said, I I I think something crazy is gonna have to happen for them not to win. Like I think they're gonna win. Like I they don't. have to. I don't think they're gonna win. I'm sticking to it. I really don't think they're gonna win. Anyone else? I think they will. Yeah, it might get it might get a little wobbly, but I can, want them to win. I'm not all the way there. I'm. You're the boogeyman, John. I'm still scared of you guys showing back up. <laughs> well, let's go over real quick, and then we'll we'll jump to the main game. Their fixtures coming up. They got Sporting in the Europa League. Fulham, Sporting again. Home to Palace, or they're at home against Palace, at home against Leeds, and then they go to Anfield on April 9th. Um, I don't know, man. I, I Michael, you were the, the key guy on the strength of schedule. Do you remember where they were at when you were looking at it? Yeah, funny thing about that, because <laughs> I just looked at it again, and I like moved the match weeks to obviously what they are now, and it said that we are now... Like, we went from the easiest schedule to, like, the hardest schedule, which just doesn't actually make sense. I, I see, Like, if we would have played, like, Bournemouth, and then they said, oh, that was so easy that now you're the hardest. But we played, like, United, who was, like, top four, yeah. top three. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't make any sense. So, I have to maybe, like, go look at, go find a better source. But okay. they were, when I looked, they were middle to upper, like, easy, like, easier schedule. Fake news media, it's fine. Um, I think it's over. Dylan and Michael still on the fence. Nick and I kind of fully think that if Arsenal loses, it's a bottle of all bottles. No, I want to be clear. Dylan Ooh. is on the fence. I am on the other side. You think they're going to lose? I think you guys are going to win. By like so you think- four points. Whoa. Oh my God. There's only 12 games left. Okay, that's 36 points. Are you prescribing yourself Man. something from class right now? Like, no. Jesus. Jesus. Fucking hey. Um, All right. I, th- I thought we'd have more on this one, but I guess not. Let's get to the main, the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Uh, Dylan and I are going to check out here in a second. Liverpool, seven. A whole touchdown. And United nil. And an extra point. Days in a week. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Gakpo, 43rd. Nunez, 47th. Gakpo again, 50th. Salah, 66th. Nunez, 75th. Salah again in the 83rd. And the cherry on the top. 
Bobby Firmino no longer going to be a Liverpool player after this season gets his last goal against United. Um, I'll set the stage for Nick and Michael to go at it. A couple pundits I saw believe that United played better in the first half. I think that's very debatable. I think they looked okay. I don't think they played better. Um, and then the second half was literally a United team that I just did not think I would ever see again uh, in the back, for sure. I don't think Nick thought he was ever going to see them again. Um, the amount of the back of the jersey I saw on Luke Shaw and uh, Martinez was alarming. Um, and to be honest, it's fucking wild. This is why this league is the best league. Uh, I don't think anyone had 3 nothing, let alone 7. So um, who wants to go first is, I think, what I should be asking. I just thought that you know that when before I'll let Michael go first, and before he goes, I just want to let him As know. Nick goes first. No, I just, so wa- I just want him to know the mental state that I'm in, that I have been listening to Papa Roach Last Resort on repeat for 24 hours. <laughs> So just keep in mind to know that the person you are spe- nice. the person you are speaking to that is where their head is at. So you can have all the fun you want, but just just no know what Nick's I've been doing. Appeal, Nick's appeal for empathy is is well heard. I told listen, the ki- I told the kids to go on YouTube and Google the topic and just listen to it while I just blast this music in the entire classroom. All day <laughs> at school. You did you did like the drunk teacher like we're gonna watch a movie. Yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, first off, I, I need to – I tried to look this up real quick. Uh, Peter Drury, who's the, the color guy? Arlo? Is it Arlo White? Arlo no. White? Mm-mm. He left. No, he left. He was the color okay. – he was the guy that Peter Drury – it's uh, it's not Graham Lasso, is it? Th- that's who it is, Graham Lasso. Yeah. He kept calling him Cody Gapco over and over and over again. And I was like, bro, like, you, come on. You have to have it in front of you. It's Gakpo. It's actually Hackpo, but no one calls him that. Um, he really? said it wrong every single. It's yeah, it's Hackpo. Oh, interesting. Uh, but literally, no one calls him that. So like, I don't think you have to. He said it wrong every time though. It, it was just kind of funny. Um, I have like this first time I've ever written anything down because I had so many different thoughts that I wanted to just quick fire because there's only one I really actually think is interesting to talk about. Um, I thought Jordan Henderson played one of the best games I've ever seen him play. Uh, he picked the ball up in the back and distributed it to the front three like he has. Years ago, he looked... I mean, the midfield in general looked incredible. Fabinho looked great. Harvey Elliott, was, that was probably the best game he's ever played. Um, Van Dyke and Kanate has to be... There should not be another center back pairing the rest of the season. Uh, maybe Matip, but like Joe Gomez cannot play center back. Uh, Mo Salah was the best player on the field, as he seems to be every time they play United. I don't know what it is about it, but, like, he is the best player on the field every time they play. Um, him sitting down, Lissandra Martinez, and then passing that ball into Gakpo was outrageous. Um, I was watching that, and I literally could not stop laughing. It was so funny. And then, really, the only other... I think the front three, like, I think this was, like, the best, uh, obviously the culmination of every best outcome that could have possibly happened to be 7-0. Like, it just is not something that happens. Um, Nunez and Gakpo were unbelievable. They all finished their chances. Getting the Firmino goal was huge. Um, And this is the only part that I kind of, because this involves Nick, too. And and I'm saying this, obviously, I know I'm sitting here in a, in a LeBron James Liverpool jersey that I just received today for this occasion. I'm drinking out of a cup that has our 5-0 win from last year on it. I know I'm taking the piss out of you right now. And you have to accept it because we just won 7-0. Hasn't happened for for almost 100 years. Who did it last? Wolves. Shout out you, Dylan. I'm sure you were a fan all the way back then. Uh, (laughs) But I do want to say this because if I... I'm trying to put myself in your situation. If I was a United fan, and I was I was showing sending videos to John, sending stuff to to John about it from Twitter, from TikTok, and everything. And I, I'm saying this, and I you know how I feel about him personally. I hate him. I think he's a a bullshit player. 
I think he's very talented. Dude, If I'm telling you right now, if I saw Jordan Henderson acting like Bruno Fernandes acted that game, I would never want him to play for me again. It was dis- like truly disgraceful how he acted. I think Nick's writing a notes app response to you right now. No, I'm it, playing with you. Listen, from from that from the game on, he he, act, he acted like he always acts and and I understand part of it. Like and he did it the first game too that you guys won. He he took the ball, he remember he wouldn't give the ball up. He just like held on to it longer than any player has ever held on to the ball. They all do it, but he just does it worse. He does it worse than anybody else and he did it in a win. And I understand like that aspect of the game. It, it's not going to go away. You have to accept it in some respect. I don't know if he was signaling to come off the field. A lot of pundits were saying that he was. Okay, you're saying he wasn't. I, I watched, I don't like, know. Eight, I watched like eight videos of it. It, it. it didn't look like it. Okay. He definitely gave up when he tried to get the ball from Bacetich and then just stood there. And that was the point late in the game where I was like, unex- absolutely unacceptable, captain of Manchester United. You cannot do that. It's the same way for Liverpool. If I saw my captain do that, I would I would literally say I don't want him to ever play again. Uh, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's like Nick's like we need him. We need I mean, him. What, I mean, like this is because obviously, like I didn't just on Twitter a lot of it today. It's like, what do you like? I agree with you. Like he shouldn't have done the shit. Like I didn't even really know about the the ref pushing thing. And it wasn't really pushing. The referee did grab him first. Like and he kind of like pushed him to the side. Like I'm not saying like, this is that's not a defense of what he did or the referee, but like it's he, he gets a lot of stick. And I agree. I he's a guy that you love to have on your team. You love him, and if Dude, he's not I, on your team, you fucking I, no, you you hate him. But I, but like, I'm saying if I if he was on my team in that moment, I would have hated him. Yeah, like, probably. Asked, but like like he, I mean, he's a he's a really passionate, competitive guy. Like. No one likes getting your ass whooped like that. Like, but but listen, it's different. It's different if he's just a guy on the team. No, it's not. There's, there shouldn't be I, a difference. I he's where he's the captain of the team. You can't you can't you can't hate on. Yeah, he acts he acts this way all the time. All of a sudden, this is typical British bullshit. Like everyone overreacts like crazy. It's like all of a sudden you lose one game. It's like, oh my God, the season's over. Like that's like a general thing. The British are like, so now like what we've been winning and everyone compliments him all season that he's the reason why he's, he's more fiery. He gets the guys playing, he's playing him accountable, his passion. They're calling him passionate and all these things. All of a sudden it happens one time. Like, I don't disagree with you. You say, I thought it was embarrassing, but like you he's going to make a mistake and you move on. Like we're just, it's just people that want to make clips and news and news and uh, and make their little five second TikToks videos, like just to get attention. Like it's not. Yes. So keep it going. Yeah, yeah, I will. Guys. I will. Listen, <laughs> but, I, but I, what I'm what I'm trying to say though is like this: if if there is any if there's any moment, I got actually where I, like, I, I, I got it figured out. I'm gonna cut you off. Put okay, put your ahead. put your hand up to the put your hand up to the uh, webcam there to the cam there for me please. This is great content. Yeah no 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 I want knuckles please like put your knuckles out for me. Yeah I'll just kiss your ring of the Liverpool uh you know greatness and we'll just say move on you know so you're, so you're so now that you're getting to the other point where you're pulling a Gary Neville who who literally said that you absolutely cannot lose the game seven nothing no matter what you can't lose you can't lose you can't lose and then when they tried to analyze the game he just sat there and go oh congratulations you got three points oh great win congratulations oh you got three points like he didn't give a shit when before he was couldn't stop talking about it so it's listen and i'm just gonna say I, i give luke shaw credit because luke shaw at least almost could have given up two penalties with how he was like tackling out there but he was at least trying like he was at least trying to stop balls from going in the back of the net trying to defend that's where I, I put my foot down. It, this is the one game where it does matter. The the one single game where it does matter where you can't say, well, it's just a game. It isn't. Like, not for anybody on either of these two teams, it's not. You can't, you can't act like that during the game. In my, in my wealth of experience with my well-documented old age on this podcast, um, I would like to say that there's two ways this goes. And... 
the old head in me is sitting here saying that the you Ten Hag did what he did after Brentford. He ran the crap out of him, the whole thing. Today, he made them sit down and watch Liverpool players' celebrations in audio uh, in silence at Carrington at 9 a.m. Such a high school coach thing, by the way. I think that's fucking, I think that's worse than running, to be honest with you. (laughs) So, so. But there's one of two ways to go. Like, it sucks, you wear it, you eat it in the moment, and you can dwell on it, or like, you're just going to have to just take it. And you move on. And you know what? Like, you, you rip into them after the game, whatever, whatever. And you say, you better show up to work tomorrow. And you better show up to work, you know, because Batiste is going to come in. And, you know, and Southampton's, you know, whatever. Like, you know that. It is what it is, man. Like, we played like shit in the second half. We ate it. That really sucks. Let everybody have their go. And then you just, you want to be, he talks about being unprofessional, which I agree with. Well, let's be professionals. Let's get our shit back together. Put your hard hats back on and go back to work and take care of business on Thursday. It's simple as that. Like, they act how he acted. You you deal with it in the locker room. I think he's gonna cook his ass. I I wouldn't surprise it wouldn't surprise me if he benches him. But you got think, but there's it's just everyone's making too much of everything. We're in third place. Dude, I just don't I don't think that's the case. We're in third place. We're if you told me we're in third place this late in the season and I have to take one ass beating like this, I'll eat it. I'll take it. It's fine. Like I'm not. I'm not going to get worked up over it. Um, I want to ask like an actual analytical question though for for this game. Nick, we suck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How do you next season? You got an entire transfer window coming up. You have to be purchasing someone not named Voot Veghorst to to help out with Rashford. I right. actually wanted to send you guys. They had a whole Qatari lineup, Qatari takeover lineup next year, and I said, "Oh wow, this definitely screams financial fair play all over it." <laughs> yeah, but but I think like we mentioned it before, like and Ivan Tony is is I forget who I was seeing say this. The fact that we are Manchester United, you are Manchester United, and your big signing at January, mm-hmm. and on this podcast even it's been well documented. They're, obviously trying to sell and trying to, you know, they're not going to buy things just like Liverpool won't. But your big signing was the guy who scored three goals last year. And, like, that's not very united. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wasn't the big signing Anthony? <laughs> well, but the January, <laughs> the January one. I'm just saying, I don't know. No, it's, it's ideally you sign a – ideally you sign either Sabitzer or another central midfielder a central midfielder. Um, you have to sign a striker. And I'd argue you need another center back. Because if Ron's on the wrong side of 30, yeah. still great, but you know he, he's obviously injury prone and, and stuff. But you need a central midfielder. You need an, I'd argue you need a striker and a winger. And you definitely need a central defender. Um, yeah. And probably a, yeah. probably a keeper. Yeah, I think and that's that was the, and that has, thing. that has nothing to do with... De Gea is getting better with his feet. I mean, they get into this stuff, but he's he's got another year or for, so. For a shot stopper, he doesn't stop many. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much. I mean, we don't need to do that, but yeah, we, we, it, it's just it's just proof that we're still not. I mean, we're back, but we're not. As I said, we're not back. Back. <laughs> like no, I I, 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 said, hate, I hate. We're back. We're, we're not like. Back, I just hate back. that. It's so. We're not, but we're not, we're back, back, but we're not. No, back, but like, back. we're not, like, well, we're not sitting here wallowing like we had the last few years. Like, I, even though we got, like, I feel totally fine going into Betty, Betty. I feel totally fine going into Saturday or Sunday next week. Like, it sucks, but like, we have a manager that you know he's going to put his foot down. He's going to, I have full faith he'll take care of business and we'll be fine. I'm not, if this were Oli or anybody else, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Like, we're going to finish in 12th. Like, I think you can definitely hang your hat on you guys being ahead of schedule. Is, yes. is what I think you're trying to say. Yeah. Um, Michael, I'm going to ask you something in a second. But, Nick, last thing. I think that you're actually a very um, realistic Man United fan. The conversation that happened this week on the internet that I'm sure you did not see because you're not on the internet like uh, Michael and I are, or even Dylan. The talk about a quadruple is the most deluded <laughs> shit I had ever heard in my entire life, and I'm glad it only lasted for two days. Thank God that shit's over. Yeah. Dylan? 
until you're mathematically out of it, I think you should still talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN will. ESPN's been yeah. talking about it for like oh, a month and the, a half. Oh, they're the worst, man. They're yeah. the worst. It's, it's, it's literally, it's that's ridiculous. actually clicks. That's actually clicks. Yeah, yeah. Um, Michael, you mentioned we mentioned this with Nick just a second ago. Is Liverpool back? <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. Is Texas? Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Because I. Horns this up. is the last. This is the last thing I'm. I'm gonna say about United, and then you know Liverpool and everything else. I think. I think Ten Hag had a bad game. I think he tactically was. I don't know why Mark Strashford is not on the left, going after Trent Alexander Arnold all game. Doesn't make good any game for fucking... Sancho to play too, and he didn't play. Anthony was Anthony did not play any defense. Did not track back at all. I Fernandez again, again not going into the character stuff. He was bad. Played horrible. Casemiro was. It was Fine, the, but the, I, it was statistically the worst game he's played. Zero tackles, zero interceptions. He was. This is the point that he was atrocious, which just proves how important his play is. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was brutal. I think. I think, in a weird way, United went from, in my opinion, a ninety-five percent chance at finishing third. I think they're at 75 now. I think there is a chance. If this, if they do not, the Seems next couple games, I don't know who they play. If they do we not. We should win five out of five. Okay. So if you don't, or not, I'm not even saying if you don't. If you win four and lose and tie one, then I'm, I, I don't think you're like not going to finish in third. But if, if the next game, like we were saying a couple weeks ago, the next game is the most important game. Uh, if you stumble in that game and the teams below you start to pick up a little bit more points it's going to get a little tougher and i think i said it last on the pod last week when we were talking about this game i think a little bit at least statistically you guys have been punching above your weight a little bit and i think that it could all come down if if ten hog doesn't get everybody back in line i'm going to make a statement here we're going to win we're going to win nine of our next nine games including all comps all cops, nine for nine. Let me let me run through them because I got them ready to roll. Betty, Southampton, Betty again, Fulham, Newcastle, Brentford, Everton, Forest. I, I don't hate that. Chelsea. Oh, I see. How did I, I see? I see three speed bumps. I see four. What are you? What are Bet- you? Betty, Betty twice is not going to be easy. At no, I didn't say it's going to be, be easy. Yeah, Brentford and Fulham. Well, are, where is it at? Brent at Brentford at, at Bre- Fulham either at at Brighton and Brentford's Fulham is, home. Fulham's at home. Newcastle's away. That's gonna be tough too. Yeah, Brentford's at home. Sorry, we believe in you. Yeah, <laughs> so I need to hear. I'll be able to you sleep go, fine tonight. <laughs> I'll be able to sleep just fine tonight because you said that, Dylan. Yeah. Sorry, the Brighton game is canceled and getting moved. I just saw that. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um. All right, United, Liverpool. Uh, never a lack of content, never a lack of stories. Uh, I should make at least four TikToks out of this. Thanks, guys. Um, that's the app. Dylan, you didn't get to speak for 20 straight minutes, so get us out of here with uh, a joke because we got bets coming in the second app this week. You don't want any Champions League bets? Oh, no, day. More bets, the more, the more bets, the merrier. I want to play a quick hypothetical. You better be, make it quick. If Pulisic starts, do you think Chelsea can actually score a goal? No. <laughs> no. Okay. I, under under two and a half, Chelsea Dortmund minus one hundred five, because Vegas thinks seems to think that there's going to be goals in that game. No. Um, this the, the, if you watch that Chelsea game, they still suck. They still suck. I don't disagree. And Dortmund's much better than Leeds. I know Dortmund has won Leipzig ten game. since they've come back from the new in the new year. They're ten of ten. Yeah, which means if I'm gonna be a superstitious guy, you're due to get tripped up at some point. But that's why they might they might draw. I don't think they're gonna lose. They're playing really really well. Yeah. Thank you. Which leads me to double chance Dortmund tire draw minus one ten. That's teamwork, Michael. 
Winter, winter tie. Winter tie minus one ten. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Um, and then finally, we're gonna go to. You never want to play a team from Portugal in the Champions League. Benfica total team corners over six and a half minus one hundred five. Who are they against? Let the people. Know. Uh, Club Rouge. Club, Club Rouge. Who Club they? Love it. Put a beat down on. Yeah. In the first I, leg. I like all and these bets. now. Nick, I think you Quit. should prescribe to him. Yeah, I'm literally on DraftKings as we speak. <laughs> you could you could prescribe or you could subscribe. Either or. I I would prescribe. I might self medicate <laughs> tonight, but yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> quick quick question. Uh, do both in, in this Tuesday Wednesday Champions League match? Do both English teams go out? Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I I could see it. I'm more curious, and I didn't touch it from a betting perspective. I really, because all the plus money's with PSG, and I really want to take them. I just, I, I just feel like it's tough to go against Bayern. Yeah, I, uh, on the English perspective, Michael, I think we have the best chance of going through, and I think it's gonna be a fucking tough game. Yeah, we have no chance. Yeah, get your laughs this weekend, though, huh? <laughs> there you go. We're gonna tie. We're gonna tie Bournemouth. I can't wait. Yeah. All right, Dylan. Get us um, out of here. All right. I had two jokes lined up, and they both were going to hurt Nick's feelings, and one's a clean, like a clean, like, shot to the head, and the other one would be very complex. Mm-hmm. So I think, I'm gonna go, I think I'm going to go for the simplicity one, and I'll tell you guys the one afterwards for a mid-credit scene. Um, so, Michael, what is Liverpool's favorite soda? Seven up. Cheers. The NAFTA Podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit.